Which host did this? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host worked as a bartender in England. Who could it be? Who is it? The correct answer is Andrew McKay. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. incorporate a hundred over a hundred thousand people that's extremely rare okay the median florida city right now population wise is almost 6500 6485 florida's not a state with really really large cities we don't have an atlanta or a los angeles it takes two miamis to equal a jacksonville and even jacksonville isn't a million people we weren't a state created to really have huge big cities because they're not around major industrial or commercial issues. If you think about us as sleepy fishing villages, tourist resorts and communities, military bases, agriculture, that's really how Florida started to grow, even before the first of the real other tourists came, right? Very interesting perspective on why Florida doesn't have these mega cities, particularly. Uh, this is Lynn Tipton from the Florida League of Cities during the presentation on We Are Perdido about the push to incorporate Perdido and like greater Perdido, not just Perdido Key, but like a whole area there like west of Blue Angel, um, quite a ways up on the coast as well. But she was there basically to give perspective, explain the process, and answer questions. And I'm just telling you, I found it fascinating. The video is up on our Facebook page. Uh, Studio 850 did a good job of covering that. And um, very interesting. For example, little things like you can change the name, and uh, you can make it a town, a city, or a village, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> There's no distinction. It's like calling it a street, a road, a boulevard. They don't. It doesn't make any difference. You do whatever you want to do. Uh, there's no legal significance to town, city, or village. She said the smallest in the in the state right now is 12, and the largest is Jacksonville, which is a consolidated city county, right? Uh, 980,000 people. Um, so anywhere in between there is perfectly fine. Typically, uh, over a hundred thousand don't successfully incorporate as her uh, experience. And, uh, you know, it's smaller places that manage to pull it off, basically, that do so. Uh, also, you can only have, it can only be within the confines of a single county. So this is actually kind of interesting because, like, uh, Navarre, you know, which is right up against the county line, basically. And Navarre's not a, you know, official city, right? It's, it's sort of a place where people live. Uh, but you couldn't make a Navarre that would have any slice of Okaloosa County in it. One of the first questions most communities ask is, what would the boundaries be? You cannot take part of another municipality. You must be contained within one county. Given that you, this area, is the westernmost bounty, you really can't reach any further to the west but you also cannot go beyond the boundaries to the east. And it maybe it goes without saying, but you cannot incorporate outside of Florida. You know, you can't make a city that includes any territory that's not inside of Florida, actually. And uh, you can't cross the county boundaries is one that I did not realize that was an issue, but that that is an issue. For, like, I, I know this would never happen, but, you know, maybe somebody got the idea, like, what we should do is we should consolidate Pensacola and Gulf Breeze together. Well, you can't. Because of county boundaries, right? That's kind of where, again, in the Navarre example as well. Uh, you're gonna, we're gonna have to hire a consultant. Uh, as we, the people who want to do this, are gonna have to hire a consultant. Um, I'm actually 
agnostic about that. I don't feel like I know enough. I don't have a strong opinion about this one way or the other. I'm waiting for the feasibility study to find out, does it make sense? Same on Navarre. I'm still kind of like, I, I'm, you know, I'm undecided, I guess. I don't know. I want to hear better arguments one way or the other. But if you don't do a good feasibility study, the people in Tallahassee who have to approve it and then do a vote where the governor assigns the possibility of then actually having a vote to incorporate, which you then have to pass 50% plus one, and then you develop a charter, and then you actually have elections for the officers and created within the charter. So it's a long ways off to actually do something. But if you don't do the feasibility study properly, like if it's you know hand-scrawled on a napkin or has mathematical errors or whatever, the, the Tallahassee legislature is going to say no. And if you don't have the cooperation of the local representatives – then and I, I believe if I heard her right, it's even though it's in um, Alex's district, Alex um, Andrade's district. I thought he said that you have to have both of the representative, or she said you have to have both of the representatives from the county of affected, which would be Michelle Salzman and Alex Andrade, and then of course Doug Brock's on the Senate side. So just interesting things about this, and she also I thought did a very good job of outlining like pros and cons and answering odd little questions. I'll get to that in just a second. Right now we have Candy with traffic on the five and a couple of accidents you want to watch out for. One in Navarre. This is Highway 98, just east of Rosewood Drive. There was an accident there yesterday. There's one again today. It's in front of uh, County Line Motors and is backed up past the Good Neighbor Thrift Store in Navarre. Just to give you an idea, quite a long way. And then another uh, accident causing a backup. That's North Blue Angel Parkway and God. Lane in Pensacola, real close to Spring Hill Church, and it's back up uh, past the turnoff to Millview. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to Lynn Tipton from the Florida League of Cities. Uh, what are the cons? And I appreciate that she started with the arguments against incorporation. I'm usually asked about the pros and the cons. I'll start with the cons. No municipal government is free. No government is free. If you're going to establish a government and services, there has to be a way to pay for it. It does not always include taxes alone. There are often fees, and taxes and fees are legally different things, so I'm being very specific. But not all of it is taxes. So that's usually the first con. Yeah, big problem is that government costs money, so it's going to have to... I mean, the argument in favor to some degree is we can use the money more efficiently. But look, a layer of government doesn't come for free, right? The second is, do you need another layer of government? You're the only ones who can answer that question. That's not for the league to answer and certainly not me because I don't live here. But those are the two biggest cons that are thrown at me. So those are two significant cons. We must ask the question, are we making our lives better by putting an additional layer of bureaucracy around them? You know, often the answer is no. You know, some people like to live within an HOA. Some people do not. That's a layer of government. It costs money. It creates certain problems and it solves certain problems, right? That's the whole issue. And in terms of the pro side. On the pro side, where you've not had a collective voice before, becoming a municipality would give you one voice at the municipal level. If you've got one county commissioner out of five in your area, if you look at that at 20 percent, Having your city council be your neighbors, your colleagues at work, your people that you worship with, et cetera, that's what the municipal level brings you is a united, cohesive community. As a government, it gets you a seat at the table that you've previously not had, whether that's with your county, your school board, your water management district, your state legislature, or with the U.S. Congress. Yeah, I mean, look, if um, you live, let's say, in the city of Pensacola, 
you know, let's say you live on the east side of the city of Pensacola and you've got a problem with something that the county is doing, what's your recourse? You can try to call the county government. You can call, you know, your commissioner, Robert Bender. You could call other commissioners. You know, there's no reason you can't since they represent the whole county. Um, or you could try to get a hold of the mayor or city council, and then that person can talk in the group, and they can come to a consensus, and they can have a lot more weight if they go to the county and say, hey, this is not a good thing for you to be doing. And that's kind of the point here is, you know, you can try to call your commissioner, Jeff Bergash, or Mike Kohler will have some of this as well, I think, if my member serves on the, the boundaries. Um, you can try to call, you know, that one commissioner, or if you work within a city of Perdido, let's say, now all of a sudden you have clout, you have power, you have authority, you have money, you have say, and so you can actually get things done more than one person who's what? A voter in the grand scheme of things. The ability to self-govern and to spend local dollars locally are usually the biggest driving desire behind the creation of a city in Florida today. And to know that the municipal dollars that you pay in are being spent and determined to be spent by people that you know and walk alongside every day. And this is always kind of the principle of um, the Catholics actually have a term for it. It's called subsidiarity. And that's just a big word for a simple concept that is you want to have government closest to most responsive to uh, and most accountable to the people who have to live with the consequences of the decisions they make. That means closest is best, you know, like, and I know it's probably a terrible example because people love to hate HOAs, but the HOA is going to make better decisions about your neighborhood because everybody has to live there, <laughs> you know, whereas your HOA might not make as many good decisions about the neighborhood two blocks over because you have to live with it if you could. That's that's kind of the point is if you have the locals spending money, making decisions, understanding the way of life, understanding all of the, the parks and the streets and the businesses and the way the people talk and the like all of that stuff, that culture of community is what makes the decisions better, at least in theory. But again, there's cost and bureaucracy involved in incorporating. And she talked about the structure, the most common structure that she's uh, done in her 26 cities that she's helped incorporate is the council manager form, which uh, you know is a little bit different from the strong mayor form, which is a little bit different than the council mayor form. Everyone's got its own little structure. Um, she also answered questions like, will you have the ability to get a post office? No, that's a federal decision. Uh, that doesn't have anything to do. Will you be able to fix the schools if you incorporate it? No, that's the Escambia School Board. Right? That, they make that decision. Uh, social services, that's the state. So it's, it's good to understand what things could change and what things won't change. Disaster response, not something that the city of Perdido would ever handle. That's something handled by the state with the, the, um, the county. So even the city of Pensacola, they have a seat in the EOC, but it's run by the county, handles disaster response. Now, when FEMA comes in later and is, you know, rebuilding things, then the city would have a say. Also, roads. It's very important to understand, like, you know, Perdido Key Road, uh, Perdido Key Drive. Um, that, you don't want to own that. Let the county own that. <laughs> because that means the county will repair it. Right. And of course, they only recently acquired that in the trade for Beulah with the state in as in an effort to, um, you know, get Beulah fixed up in terms of the interchange. So, yeah, don't acquire that road. <laughs> that would be a big expense anytime the road gets damaged in a storm. So, like I said, there's a lot of stuff in here, a lot of very interesting questions. The big question everybody has about incorporating would be cost. How much will it cost? And the answer is got to wait for the feasibility study. We don't have an answer yet. We'd have to look at that and see where's the money potentially going to come from? How much would it be? What services could you have? And in the beginning, the government light model that they're talking about would be subcontracting out services. This would not be creating a sanitation department, a sheriff's department, a fire department, you know, all of it would really be 
in the beginning, no change. You'd probably contract with the county for most all this stuff and then gradually adapt to some of that being done maybe in-house, most of it being done through contracting, just maybe not with the county with the contracting. So anyway, like I said, the video, if you're living that area and you're thinking about this and you want information, it's on our Facebook page. This is the beginning of a very long process that's going to take years, and we're at the like we're at stage zero. Okay, so there's going to be meetings starting soon. And anyway, just I wanted to give you because I thought it was a very useful presentation. 822 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Join Ballet Pensacola's artistic director, Darren McIntyre, on tomorrow's Pensacola expert panel at 9 a.m. Ballet Pensacola is honored to recognize the dedication and bravery of the United States military with a special ballet production February 10th through February 12th. Tune in and text your questions for Darren to 850-437-1620. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. You know, if you've got a home improvement project, a repair, uh, somebody threw a basketball through the wall, you know, <laughs> whatever the case may be, we're just practicing wrestling. I don't know. Mom always said not to play ball in the house, but okay, fine. Uh, you got to fix something, you go to Pensacola Hardware. Here's why. First of all, if you need advice, like you've never had to do this particular repair or this particular home improvement project, they know how to do it. Also, they will have everything you need. There won't be a thing they say like, okay, we're going to have to order that for you and get it. No, uh, they will have it in stock. And if they don't have it, you don't need it. But they can help guide you through the process. And of course, locally owned, locally run, longest, like the longest business in the entire state of Florida is Pensacola Hardware, right here in Pensacola. And the best selection of Valentine's Day gifts. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, the housewares in the front. I don't even talk about that all the time. Fantastic gift selection. So right downtown at 20 East Gregory Street, Pensacola Hardware. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Tune in to News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 92.3 and 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620. Why, Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just walked over your grave. Good morning, 824 on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Uh, the Women for Responsible Legislation is hosting a uh, presentation. This is going to be tomorrow, uh, January 26th. Uh, from 1130 to 1 at City Hall. Uh, I assume it'll be upstairs in the um, Hagler Mason room. But uh, in any case, Anna Higgins, who you've heard on our show, she is a former lobbyist. She worked with the judge. She's a very active in the pro-life community, incredibly smart lady, a uh, good friend. Anyway, she's going to be doing the presentation on legislation regarding abortion post-Roe, you know, post the overturn of Roe with the... Um, uh, <laughs> 
the Dobbs decision. So anyway, that'll, that'll be tomorrow. That's 1130 to 1 at Pensacola City Hall. Let's uh, Before we get into the newsroom, let's get candy with uh, traffic on the fives. Uh, watching an accident in Milton. It's Garson Point Road and Sundial Boulevard. Does not look like a roadblock, though. Uh, Highway 98, this is just east of uh, Rosewood Drive in Navarre in front of the County Line Motors, backed up past a good neighbor thrift store in that direction. North Angel Parkway uh, near Spring Hill Church at Godwin Lane. Now, it is backed up in both directions after a bad accident this morning. The turn off to Millview, it's backed up to there and then backed up the other way, almost to Bellevue, just to give you an idea. That's traffic on the fives, and that is brought to you by Frontier Motors, the only dealer Dave Ramsey and Andrew McKay recommend in Pensacola. Frontier Motors are on Beverly Parkway. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Now, David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, Tesla is planning some new factories in Nevada to build their electric semi-trucks and batteries. The company's announced a $4 billion investment in the Gigafactory uh, Giga in Nevada. It's a, a huge facility going to be near uh, Reno. Uh, the gunman suspected I- of killing seven people in Northern California apparently had been previously accused of threatening to kill a former co-worker. KTVU in San Jose says the person who was the alleged gunman's roommate at the time had filed a temporary restraining order against him in 2013. He claims in the court filing the suspect had threatened to smother him with a pillow and split his head open. And, guys, it's happening. What? Do tell. It's. There's a new Oreo coming. Oreo's... uh, Careful now. Tread lightly. (laughs) Oreo's unveiling what they're calling the most Oreo Oreo. And uh, so... Don't say it slow. (laughs) (laughs) The most Oreo Oreo takes two full Oreo cookies, then puts a huge amount of cream in the middle. Now, I know what you're thinking. Double stuffs. You're thinking double stuffs. No. This is this is four wafers. It's four wafers with a bunch of cream, but it's a triple decker. In the cream, there's also bits of Oreo. Oh, oh wow! All right, all right. The most like Oreo, Oreo. Big back of I Oreos. See I see what you're doing here. Okay, yes. you can right. find it at the end of the month. <laughs> Nice. 827 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, I love it. Uh, the um, Oh, my God. the uh, All of the document stuff is just every late night show, every comedy, Saturday Night Live, everything is just nonstop on the classified document stuff. Earlier today, the FBI searched President Biden's Delaware home and found six additional Obama-era classified documents. Worse, one of them was Obama's real birth certificate. <laughs> It was hidden in a copy of Blacktail magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you nice. see the, the certificate they put up there? It was like uh, I know, yeah, it was Kenya. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was funny. Kenya, right? Jimmy Fallon. Well, guys, everyone's talking about this. Today, the nominations were announced for the 95th Academy Awards. Yeah. <laughs> Leading the way with 11 nominations is the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. It's a film about all the places they found President Biden's classified documents. <laughs> all over. These are crazy times. Right now, Walgreens has deodorant behind a locked case while classified documents are laying around like <laughs> J.Crew catalogs all over the house. That was from 2015. J. Crew catalogs from 2015. That's awesome. Uh, Scott Rowland is the only person to get voted into the Baseball Hall of Fame yesterday. Uh, he just barely squeaked past the 75% threshold that you need, and good for him. Scott, listen, I, whether you're a Cardinals fan or not, if you if you ca- if you like baseball, okay, and you like people who are great fielders, I mean, he's a great hitter, uh, but he was the best fielder. I mean, he was unbelievable. Eight-time gold glove winner at third base. I would go to watch him play just third base. 
go to a game. I don't care what else I get to see just to watch him play third base. Uh, it's a transcendent experience for a baseball fan. So uh, congratulations. Uh, other people who came close, there was a lot of almost. Todd Heldon at 72%. Billy Wagner at 68%. And then Andrew Jones, for all you Braves fans, at 58 Gary Sheffield at 55 Carlos Beltran at 46 That steroid era now starting to take its effect. And A-Rod, Manny Ramirez, uh, still quite a bit a ways down on the list. Next year, the people who become eligible, uh, I think it's going to be, I know Chase Utley is one of them. Uh, Adrian Beltre caught a home run ball in practice from the All-Star game off Adrian Beltre. It's my big claim to fame. That and the price is right. Uh, catcher Joe Maurer is also going to be on there next year. 829 on News Radio 92.3. And, oh, by the way, they have now come for the A&W Bear. <laughs> yesterday oh man i kid you not the a and w bear they're now forcing him to wear pants because what like it's scary to people to have a bear that's a bear that pretends to be a human and drink root beer rudy the great root bear has been our beloved spokes bear since 1963 we know people would notice because he's literally a six foot tall bear wearing an orange sweater but now we get it even a mascot's lack of pants can be polarizing uh, to whom I can't even imagine who you're talking to that's afraid of pants-free Rudy. Ukraine's military is getting tanks from the U.S. and Germany to help fight the Russian invasion. Ukraine had demanded them, and finally Germany is ready to hand them over. Weeks of hesitation over whether to send powerful Leopard 2 tanks to the front lines caused frustration. Poland even threatening to send its own stock of the vehicles in breach of an agreement with the Germans. Germany's worry was getting drawn into conflict with Russia itself, but now feels more confident with the US committing tanks too. Fox is Jonathan Savage. A convicted murderer is set free in Hawaii. The charges thrown out. Mr. Schweitzer shall be released, released immediately from custody in this courtroom. Ian Schweitzer spent 23 years in prison for killing a tourist Dana Ireland in 1991. New DNA analysis and other evidence proves he didn't do it. It also clears another man who died in prison in 2015 and Schweitzer's brother who says he falsely confessed to lesser charges to avoid prison. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831 News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. 59 right now. Sunshine in Pensacola. And good morning to you. A former school resource officer in Santa Rosa County facing charges of lewd and lascivious behavior. Deputy David Daniels arrested uh, Tuesday after a report of a misconduct was made to the Department of Children and Families. Deputy Daniels had been the school resource officer at High Road School of Santa Rosa. The allegations stem from an alleged incident back in 2016. Daniels is now now been removed from his position as a school resource officer and ultimately fired. The sheriff's office says they don't believe any of the alleged misconduct occurred on school premises or while he was on duty. A Pensacola man was arrested over the weekend. He's accused of posing as a contractor to steal thousands of dollars from an elderly woman. News Radio's Joe Ford with more. 38-year-old Robert Stromus was jailed Saturday and charged with two counts of falsely identifying himself as a contractor and one count of larceny against a victim age 65 or older. According to Channel 3, a 69-year-old woman had wired Stromus over $23,000 for work to be done on her home this past summer. In December, the victim reported that she wasn't able to make contact with Stromus for over a month and that her home was still incomplete and in poor condition. Stromus's arrest report indicates that he has an active warrant for a similar case as well. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Thanks, Joe. The city of Pensacola says plans for the 
the redevelopment of the old Baptist Hospital into affordable housing are now on hold as they weren't selected for a pair of federal tax credits. It's extremely competitive, as we've said all along, um, and it's not unusual for developers to have to submit multiple years. That it, There's plenty of uh, precedent for that, and in fact, uh, almost customary. Mayor D.C. Reeves says there were eight projects out of 52 applications that were selected to receive a 9% tax credit, another eight out of 46 to receive a 4% credit. The city's proposal included a total of 214 housing units, including a 112-unit complex for low-income families and another 102 units for senior housing. Two lawmakers have an idea that could make it easier for medical marijuana users in the state to get certified. Sanford State uh, Senator Jason Bredore and North Fort Myers State Representative Spencer Roach have filed bills last week that would allow for doctors to use telehealth visits to recertify medical marijuana patients here in the state. Currently, in-person visits are required. The legislative session begins in March. A Florida judge says the parents of Gabby Petito can add the lawyer that represented suspected killer Brian Laundry and his parents to their civil suit. Attorney Pat Riley says his clients were hurt when Stephen Bertolino expressed hope that Petito would be found alive on behalf of Laundry and his parents. Our position is that both Mr. Bertolino and the Laundries knew that she was deceased at the time that that statement was made. Petito's parents are already suing Laundry's parents, claiming they hid the truth. The lawsuit set for trial this August. Well, it's been a long time coming. Pensacola Beach's sailfish sign is back up and operational, looking really good, too. This sign means the world to me, and I wanted to ensure that it was done right because my name's going on it. And being a local person, I want to make sure it's right. John Shipman owns Plastic Arts Sign Company. He was uh, the one that created the new sign after the most recent one was damaged in Sally. He says supply chain issues did lead to some challenges, but he's glad it's done. It's 835 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives. Candy, what are you seeing? Uh, we are uh, seeing some accidents right now. It looks like there's one in Navarre. It's pretty bad. It looks like it's on Highway 98 and uh, it's at Rosewood Drive. Now, there was an accident there yesterday in front of the County Line Motors backed up past uh, Good Neighbor Thrift Stores, too, in that direction. North Angel Parkway and Godwin Lane in Pensacola also showing a bad accident at that intersection near Spring Hill Church. Now, it is backed up still in both directions past the turnoff to uh, Millview, almost backed up to 90 in that direction, and then backed up the other way, almost to Bellevue. So, caution uh, there. We're if you are, as you know, and this is brought to you by Jackson Hewitt, who guarantees your biggest tax refund, plus a chance to double your refund with a double your refund sweepstakes. No purchase necessary. U.S. residents 18 or older file a 2022 federal return. That ends 4-2-23. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Winds are going to be elevated today after that front move through through the overnight hours. High wind warning in effect, as well as a high surf warning, as windy conditions will create some high surf across the area beaches. We are going to be seeing temperature around 65 degrees for your high but dropping through the rest of the day overnight tonight temperatures dropping near low 40 degrees as you go into thursday sunny skies return with a high near 56 and thursday night temperatures dropping near 36 degrees this is brooke richardson from the first morning weather center and right now it's sunny and 59 in pensacola 60 in gulf breeze 60 in milton
Attention all area veterans. The VA Claims Lawyer wants to help you get all the benefits you deserve. They specialize in helping area veterans with filing VA claims and appealing VA denials. Al Giordano is a disabled former U.S. Marine Corps Sergeant who has spent nearly 30 years representing and advocating for disabled veterans and their families. He is local and will do a free review of your claim. Call 877-VET-FILE now with no fee unless you win. Al Giordano, attorney at law. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Are you curious about marijuana? Florida A&M University established the Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, also known as MARI, to educate the public about medical marijuana use as well as the detrimental health and social impacts of unlawful marijuana use on local communities. Find out more at mmeri.famu.edu. Your money now. Not a great morning for investors. The Dow down 23498 this morning at 33498.98. S&P 500 down 4671397083 and the Nasdaq down 19232 at 11141195. Google being sued by the Justice Department. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced that lawsuit. We alleged that Google has used anti-competitive, exclusionary and unlawful conduct to eliminate or severely diminish any threat to its dominance over digital advertising technology. Eight states are involved in the lawsuit. The plaintiffs want the company broken up. More Americans have applied for mortgages last week. The Mortgage Bankers Association says applications were up by 7%. That was thanks to another drop in interest rates. And advertising on Twitter is down by 70% in December. A new report from Standard Media Index showing that ad spending in November was down 50% from the previous year. This is all after Twitter's takeover by Tesla and Elon Musk. It's 8.38. Your next news at 9 and breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne. This is News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. Brian Kilmeade, afternoons at 11. Everyone's too old. You know, why is Chuck Schumer 74 and Nancy Pelosi finally stepping aside but staying in Congress? Clyburn 77. You know, the President of the United States 80. President Trump uh, 76. So people are getting up there in age. And it was in the President's case, obviously he's not aging well. And he's going to go for another four years. On News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! For every gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, here's my question. It's a simple one. You ready? Easy, easy today for your frivolous topic. How do you tell left from right? So we were talking about this earlier, and I think it's so fascinating that, you know, uh, until you think of it, until I ask you the question, you know, unless you heard me talking about this before, you might you might not have ever even considered the fact that some people have to think about it, right? For, I'll tell you, just for me, mm-hmm. I don't have to think about it. You tell me left, I look left. You tell me right, I look right. Left hand, right hand, left foot, right foot, turn left. No problem. It's on your left side. Easy. Innate. It's up, down, front, back, all same, left and right. Candy? I can't. And I, I do. I always have to look. And I know my left from right. I'm a grown up. And I've, you know, I feel like I'm. Well, not always smart, but anyway, but I Very always, extremely I smart. always have to do the L thing with my hand. 
every time since I was a kid. L left. Okay. So now is every that time. is that not to identify your hand, but every form of left or right you have to do that with it? Yes. Like if I say look left. I have to go like this and look left. Wow. Every time. I know. And it's just, and, it's not dyslexia, but I, I don't know. I always yeah. wondered if there was a thing. And then you started talking about it. You're like, Danny does it. And I was like, oh. Yeah. My, <laughs> it makes me feel better. My She's wife great. is a, um, she she doesn't necessarily always, mm-hmm. but she has she has to, like there's a, she, it's not the, um, the left with an L for your hand, mm-hmm. which isn't it funny that you can automatically remember, oh, the L I can do that, but like the mechanism you can do, but not just you can look left. Right. And it's for her, she's got like correct. a bump on her finger or something that mm-hmm. she rubs that to reminds. remind her that's mm-hmm. the one. And she can remember that that's the left or the right. Now I forget which one it is, but, but, but can't just innately remember left is that way. And I, and that to me is fascinating again, because um, one sixth of people have trouble. Half of people have to adopt a coping mechanism. Half. I get it. I mean, that is amazing to me that that's because, again, I, I amazing to me mostly because I've always had, you know, hand orientation privilege. You know, I've never thought about this mm-hmm. being a challenge and I wouldn't have it except my wife. I would have read this story thinking, really? Yeah. No, but I'm no, the queen serious. of. No, your other right. <laughs> right. Every time. And so, and Every somebody, time. Somebody texted that in and said four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. I'm just I'm curious to know it, if it for you, if it's innate, if it's unthinking, I'm curious to know if it takes you a beat. Uh, if you ever get it wrong, and specifically, I'd love to know what's your mechanism. Like, how do you figure it out? You know, what is your way of knowing if it's not just innate? And uh, you know, absolutely fascinating. Somebody texted in earlier. You know, um, uh, that's why the military is, says this. You know, it's your left. No, your other left. You know, like every time, right? Yeah, every time. And I think of the marching orders: left, right, left, and right arm, mm-hmm. right shoulder. All that stuff is all, I think, in part designed to build solidarity and teach you skills and function as a unit. Of course, like basic does, but also to make sure you know the difference. Left and right. And by the way, this is a big deal because, you know, you got surgeons performing surgeries and they mark the body to make sure they do the right with the correct one. Because if it goes wrong, I mean, there's horror stories out there about how this goes wrong. 437-1620, Let's say a quick left hand makes the L in my brain and then I answer. Yeah, right. Um, somebody says, um, oh, and by the way, this this shows up in weird situations. Like, because again, my wife is not innately that way. And so if she's riding as a passenger and I'm driving because that's how God intended it, then um, if she wants me to look or go a certain way, she'll point. Well, sometimes pointing is not distinct enough to me. So I'm confused whether she means left or right. The reason she doesn't say go left or right is because that takes more time for her. Right. Whereas for me, that doesn't answer the question because then I'm like, well, which way? You know, <laughs> oh, too late. Right. So, you know, you might understand your marriage better after this. Somebody here says, uh, I don't I, I just know because I'm very smart. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad. Big, no, no, my husband's like that. But this is definitely one of those <laughs> things people. where um, where you can be extraordinarily smart, wise, capable, responsible, all of the things. Uh, you know, my wife, Candy. Um, and yet this one little weird glitch is not internalized. Just like if nobody had ever forced you to learn your times tables. No, absolutely. And you had yeah. to compute them. You know, somebody says to me, like, you know, or you're at addition, what's 16 plus 17? Well, it's 33. And somebody else is like, well, I got to, you know, turn, turn the seven into a five plus a two. And then, I, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, some people have to compute it. Some people have it memorized. Well, I have it memorized. I was lucky to have been indoctrinated with good basic no, math and skills. No, same, same. And, and this is kind of one of those <laughs> things that some people just know. I was, so I was reading, um, I was reading some of the uh, the techniques people use. The making an L is the most common one because mm-hmm. people oh, know okay. that. Um, also, uh, sometimes people say, 
what they do is they know they write with their right, W-R versus No, R. sure, sure. That makes sense. And so when forced to think about right and left, they think to themselves, which hand do I write with? Oh, that side. That makes sense too, sure. Because it's something they know. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is uh, guitar players. Which hand do they strum with? And that's how they know. Well, that's... Which is, you would think that's really hard. There, there's plenty of left-handed guitar players. Oh, but no, no, no. You. But for a right-handed guitar, or a that's left-handed, it. if they're left-handed, and they normal, know that that's sure. their left. Mm-hmm. And so oh, I that's, see what you're saying, yeah. Either way, mm-hmm. that's what they've internalized. Uh, and this, I thought this was a fascinating one, is for some people, they've got a tattoo on their body, one side or the other, or a piercing that they identify as like the right nose ring. Okay, that's my right side. Like, I, oh. you, but I, just think about the coping that has to go into that. Somebody here says, uh, my job sometimes involves instructing people to move in a left or right direction from their perspective facing me. I know left and right, but sometimes I transpose the spoken directions when describing them to someone facing the same direction as me. I actually downloaded an app yesterday. There's an app out there. I forget the name of it, but you can test your recognition of right hands and left hand and feet from pictures. It's designed to help stroke victims, basically, to recuperate over time to sure. recognize things. And I, t- I took the test and... You know, I mostly all got, I was trying to go fast. I got a couple of them wrong. Uh, and then I was watching my son do the same thing. And I'm like, huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> you right. Know, like, the same thought wow, process. This sure, is sure. just wild. That's cool. Unbelievable. Um, let's see. Uh, where am I at here? Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Make a laugh with my pointer finger and thumb, which I knew that yeah. trick back in the day. I uh, teach my students to make an L uh, for less than. Okay, very good. Uh, I was oh, probably eight right. or nine before I finally understood right from left. From then on, it's been automatic for me. So I'm just kind of one of those like people who struggle with it are probably feeling embarrassed or ashamed of it. Oh, you do? Absolutely. Because people are still like, oh, what happened to you at summer camp? And it's like, no, I didn't have like a direction emergency. I just, it's just a thing. But it's just how your brain works. Oh, that makes me feel better. some people don't have that innate capability. And so it is. So this may not be the one where you like bring it up at the water cooler. uh, But if you do bring it up, you know, know, in conversation with you, at least be sure to not make people feel better bad if they you know if they have trouble with it because that's the worst thing you can do especially when you're trying to build a relationship by talking about silly things a 46 news radio 92 three candies got traffic for you and uh, still watching a couple of accidents a bad one in navarre this is uh, at the same place there was one there yesterday highway 98 and then just east of rosewood drive now in front of county line motors it looks like is where the accident was i'm sure emergency crews are on scene and it has been uh, backed up past the good neighbor thrift store there on the right i had to do the thing with my hand and then Bloyd's parkway <laughs> With the right. Uh, Blue Angel Parkway and Godwood Lane in Pensacola. This is near Spring Hill Church. That intersection has a bad accident and is backed up both directions, both up past the turnoff to Millview, almost to 90, then backed up the other way, almost to Bellevue. So please use caution. Traffic tips, 6437-1620. News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. You know, I just I just thought of an example where I have to do the computation, not for left and right exactly, mm-hmm. but I was thinking about, you know, people who are boaters. Sure. No, uh, Port and Starboard. That's, right. That's true. I don't know those terms that way. I have to think, OK, uh, left and port have the same number of letters. So port is left starboard. I have to do the that's the computation I have to do. How many times are you on a boat to have to know port and starboard? I'm saying I know it. OK, I'm so, <laughs> but I don't. I don't if, if you ask me which side is the life preserver on, I'd be like, well, that's the right side. That's the five <laughs> letters is not four letters. That's the starboard side. That's how I do That's how I solve the problem.
So see there, we, we all have our, uh, our little glitches. Hey, um, if you are an employer and you love working on employee benefits and figuring out insurance and payroll and HR, great, wonderful, keep doing it. If you don't love that, or if you think maybe there's a better, a cheaper, a more efficient, or just somebody else to do it for me, Torgerson Causey. They've been doing this for more than 20 years here locally. They're a comprehensive employee benefits agency. So they handle and manage all this stuff for you. And basically, we started using them about four, I think, four or five years ago here at Cat Country and News Radio. And they gave us options that we didn't have before. They gave us plans that we didn't have before, and they just made life better. And they've been very responsive. Anytime we have questions, great folks who work with all kinds. I mean, I've talked to other people who work with them and just have a great experience. So if you'd like somebody to take that stuff off your plate or just have them come look at what you're doing to make sure that it's the best for you and your employees, that's the idea. No obligation. Give them a call, 433-9996, or check them out online. That's Torgerson Causey. Check them out at tcbenefitsgroup.com. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. If you're driven by an adventurous heart, you're in luck because the redesigned 2023 Subaru Outback shares your spirit. The Outback can take you as far as you want to explore with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru's estimated highway fuel economy for non-turbo 2023 Outback models is up to 32 miles per gallon. And comparing information for competitors' website, the Outback has more ground clearance than Honda CRV or Toyota RAV4. So you can take on the path less traveled with ease. And when Experian Automotive studied vehicles in operation versus total new registrations, they found that 97% of Outback vehicles sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today, which means you can explore your world with confidence. The 2023 Subaru Outback. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Actual mileage may vary. Clearance comparisons as of June 2022. Experience data for model years 2012 to 2021 as of December 2022. Are you a business owner stressing about the high cost of health care plans or wondering how you can compete in today's labor market? ProHealth is here to help. ProHealth's medical membership program is just $45 per month per employee. That's just 28 cents an hour for full-time employees. This program covers unlimited primary care and teledoc visits with zero copay and many more benefits. No appointment is ever necessary at ProHealth. Beat the high cost of health care with ProHealth's medical membership. Not convinced? Think about how much a sick employee is going to cost you. Wake Wake up with Andrew McKay in the Pensacola Morning News. Lifestyle talk with Jenna Barr and Pep Talk. Drive home with Bobby Rossi in Pensacola right now on News Radio 92.3. Saturday, March 24th, 1984. Sherman High School, Sherman, Illinois. 60062. Louise Cobbs greets students in the morning on their way to school and in the afternoon on their way home from school, Monday to Friday, every day for the last 41 years. Now she's being honored in a big way. Hey, let's go. She might be small in stature. Hi there. She's actually under 100 pounds, and I worry in the winter when it gets too windy that she better hold on to a post or blow away. <laughs> but Louise Cobbs has some serious staying power. My mom is 91, and for years we would say, hey, mom, you're going to retire soon, and she's like, no. <laughs> the great-grandmother has worked as a school crossing guard for the last 41 years. Oh, my goodness. So just to me, that's part of the amazing thing about this story. This is on uh, ABC World News now. Night or whatever, the one before the morning show comes on this morning on Channel 3. Um, and uh, 91 year old woman 
who's been doing this for 41 years and... And now in Nassau County, Long Island, where she's kept students safe for more than four decades. She never called in sick in 41 years. January 24th will forever be known as Louise T. Cobb's Day. 41 years, never missed a day. Not just like never you. Never called. Just like, well, because moms, <laughs> just you know, like moms Andrew can't miss days. You know, no, absolutely. Sick at all. Absolutely. No, and they, I just, I love the community and watching the hugs and the kisses and they just love her. We're really happy for her, but sad to see her go. She's a staple of the neighborhood. Family, friends, students, and community members gathering to pay tribute to this local hero. Sometimes life has a way of making decisions for you. And it just came at the right time. It's amazing. Just, I'm just so proud of her. And I guess for me, the the, the thing I, you know, I, I did the math and I just thought, so she started as a crossing guard when she was 50. Oh, wow. I mean, if she's 91, retiring after 41 years, she started when she was 50, which probably that's when the kids were out of the house, I guess, maybe would be kind of the age. So, uh, you know, her second career, so to speak, you know, <laughs> after motherhood, wild. right, yeah. is crossing guard for 41 years. That is amazing. I love it. Somebody sent me that earlier. A friend sent me that. It's like, these are the kind of stories we need to hear. I'm like, yeah, that's cool stuff. That man. is super duper cool. I love that. 437 16 Um, Oh, kind of an. Look. Odd, weird, cool story. You ready for this? Yes, go on. Uh, yeah, th- this <laughs> is how would we detect cancer when we're trying to figure out, you know, who does and what kind they have? Ants. Not like ants and uncles, but ants. So one thing about ants is they have extraordinarily refined sense of smell. Think about it. They have to be able to smell the sugar from like a I was, mile away. I was going to say, yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. they can. Sure. They will, That's they will, true. They will find it. They will find your bacon grease. They will find your sugar. Right. They, you know, yeah. and they'll go from. It has to be and then, I know. And then they lay down like scent paths, scent trails so that the other ants can follow. And so I was reading a thing yesterday about how these uh, researchers thought, well, I wonder if we can use that effectively because, you know, many animals have been trained to be able to smell, you know, health issues with people, right? Remember we were talking about t- training dogs to smell COVID was one of the things that they were working on. And, um, you know, you can uh, train animals to smell all kinds of things, but, you know, animals are expensive to maintain, expensive to train. You know, there's a lot of drawbacks to using, you know, dogs or pigeons or pigs or, you know, whatever you might use. So they thought, well, I wonder if we can treat, uh, if we can train for Fusca, which is a basic ant, um, if we can train them, the silky ant, if we can train them to detect biomarkers of cancer in cancerous mice as opposed to in non-cancerous mice, and they were working with the urine of the mice. And after three rounds of training, where basically when the ant found the cancer cell, they would give them a little bit of sugar you know, the basic reward system, uh, that they would spend 20% more time in the vicinity of the ones with the tumor-bearing mice than in the other ones. So it took three rounds to train ants to be able to detect cancer biomarkers. Holy, what? <laughs> now, I, I, I'm, I'm wondering about the eventual practical application, like would the, you know, the, the, the clinic would be that you would go into the ant room and the, you know, I don't know no, what the, right. how do you tell? I don't know That's how so this is actually going to play out. Because Sounds like I'm a pretty, 70s disaster movie, doesn't I'm it? I'm pretty sure that they're, <laughs> you know, but but presumably, again, if you could do it based on urine, you wouldn't have to have the person. This would just be put the urine and see what they do. But 
wow, <laughs> you know, um, and you know, diet, sex, age can all be can, uh, can all be detected within the odor uh, of urine, and so if you can, the first study of its kind, and then you start to refine capabilities. You could eventually be using ants for all kinds of health diagnoses. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Um, the accident at, uh, it looks like a, at Godwin and Blue Angel has been cleared uh, near Spring Hill Church. It looks like that has been moved out of the way, so you shouldn't have any problem getting by that. 98, however, man, uh, in Navarre, just east of Rosewood Drive, the, the accident happened in front of County Line Motors, it looks like, and it is backed up now to 87. So, I mean, just, I hate to say if there's another route for you, but it is way backed up. Traffic tips, text. 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. You know, and by th- the way, that's eastbound. Sorry. Oh, thank sorry you so that. much. That's on your right. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm- it is, right. Yeah, yeah I know. Sorry. <laughs> no. Hey, a couple of announcements. we got Mardi Gras coming up. Uh, Saturday, February 4th is the Milton Mardi Gras Parade Crew of Airship Pirates coming for the Let the Good Times Roll uh, down Stewart Street and the after party, as they've been doing the last couple of years at Jernigan's Landing, immediately following, which is live music, vendors, lots of fun. You can get more information at newsradio923.com. Also, free tax assistance. The United Way of West Florida's Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, VITA, program is free for families and individuals that make less than $60,000 a year. Uh, you can get help at any of the four different sites, Pensacola State College Main Campus, Milton Campus, Warrington Campus, or the Goodwill on Olive Road. And you can call 211 to get information and to schedule your time. 857 on News Radio 92.3. Um, oh, um, you know what? I'm not going to end the show on that. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a, come on, people, sort of story. And I'll just, I'll, it'll hold till, tom- till tomorrow. Let's leave it that way. It'll, yeah, it'll, 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 have you ever yeah, been to that cool Mardi Gras party? I have. Yeah. yeah. It is fun. Yeah, yeah, we went, I remember saying. the first year they did it. Uh, we hung around for a little while. So, All right. Time for future news. Future news <laughs> is when we tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Candy and I predict the future, and we get them right every once in a while. Uh, TikTok, a uh, possibility of a government-wide ban for the entire country. About half the states have state government devices bans. Do you see TikTok being banned Across the board in the United States, like for everybody. You know, I really don't. I know that you do. I, I, there's so much good reason going that direction and the manipulation that go on. I, I could see this happening. I could see this happening. Enforcement might then be a little bit None of us will know how to dance or do music tricks, but whatever. Um, will Magic we actually tricks. in Pensacola be able to see the green comet in the next week or so? Because it's visible to the naked eye, they say right now. No. 50,000 years or every once in a while it comes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to be optimistic. Last night was clouds. You know, I, I see a thing like this. I go outside. I'm like, oh, Pensacola. Um, <laughs> not today. <laughs> not, we could be in Detroit. Um, Splash Mountain. They have now PC'd Splash Mountain away because it's too much Song of the South, and it's now going to be the uh, Princess oh. and the Frog theme. Uh, is that going to be as popular as the old Splash Mountain? Yes. Uh, sure. I Kids, mean, what do they care? They don't know the difference. They do not care. Will people be able to actually sell the water from Splash Mountain before it closed on Monday online for any amount of money? Yes, because there are some crazy Disney, crazy Pe- people. People are I mean, weird. Crazy people about Disney. Right. Yeah. No, you meant it the other way. Uh, Ukraine. Some of them, will yes. the Abrams and the Leopard tanks make a difference in their fight against Russia? Yes. Absolutely. Dependable traffic on the fives weekdays on News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.